Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, welcome to Saturday Mornings with Joy Keys. I'm your host, Joy Keys, and I want to thank you so much for tuning in. This is a pre-recorded interview with astrologer Samuel F. Reynolds. We did an Instagram chat, and I wanted to upload this wonderful interview for your listening pleasure. You can follow me on Twitter at Joy Keys. Also, check me out on Facebook, Saturday Mornings with Joy Keys, and on Instagram, Saturdays with Joy Keys. Hey, how's it going? I think we did it. We did it. We did it. Was hey, it how easy how that was? <laughs> yes. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Oh, I'm, um, I, I'm, I guess I'm on the level 10 because I just finished the other interview, but I'm here for you now. And All right, level you 10. Know, here we go. I, I, I want to talk about you. Um, so, oh my God, you're black. Samuel, you're right. black. I'm a black astrologer. You're a black astrologer going into the future. <laughs> there's lots of black astrologers. You know, there's a whole association of black astrologers, International Society for Black Astrologers. Um, we're largely on Facebook, but there are other black astrologers, you know, from Ra'aku to, you know, Everest to, um, oh, my God. There's, there's, it, it, the history goes back. Um, when was the organization started? Let me let me ask you that. Let me let me ask you that. I'm just turning up my volume here. We got your volume. Yeah. When was when was yeah. the organization started? 2014. Yeah, 2014. Okay. Yeah, so we've and, been around for a while. Now, what do you guys do in this association? Well, the 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 key thing is that we provide a safe space. I mean, like we we're building toward this. Right now, we're on Facebook. And it's a safe space for black astrologers exclusively. Okay. Meaning that this space is not just a people of color space. Like I vet every person who comes in and asks them a very specific question. Are you black or of African descent? Wow. Okay. And they, and they have to answer yes or no. If they answer no, honestly, you know, and I don't go just by a picture, you know, because it could be some white lady is like, well, this is my son. This is my black son. And I just want to have him in here. On, yeah, know, yeah, too. yeah. <laughs> so it's not it's not so much that um but it's to provide a safe space for black astrologers to congregate to talk about their ideas to network to um make some transitions and it's not you know some measure of it is that some people felt that other spaces were hostile um really more, so other spaces yeah. were hostile to you and what and what did they do what did they say well i mean it's a, there's a range of things you know um range from outright racism to mm. people who um, didn't necessarily seem to take the views of some of these astrologers as seriously if they came from a different um, idea of astrology, okay. different concerns. Mm -hmm. um, so, mm -hmm. You know, it's interesting that this was just in the wake of Black Lives Matter or just coming into that moment. So okay. I think that was another thing, too. So I think people wow. were concerned. Yeah. So now let's, I mean, I don't want to sound ignorant, but I know everybody doesn't know about astrology. 
How many signs are there? No, I appreciate you asking that. There are 12 signs because there is this thing where people believe, wait, there are 13 signs? And that's a okay. little thing that, oh, you never heard that? Yeah. No. That some people kind of yeah flash around that there are 13 signs of the zodiac. And when I say people, mostly it's been astronomers, but there are a cadre of people who believe that authentically there were originally 13 signs. As far as we know, historically, there have been 12 signs of the zodiac that we've used in the last 2,000 years. Mm -hmm. Now, there used to be more, right? The Babylonians may have started off with as many as 18. Okay, um, okay. But now we mainly use 12, so. And, you know, people read in the back of magazines, you know, their sign for the month, and, oh, this month is the time to look for love, or this is when you should not, you know, discuss family matters, or, oh, this is gonna be a little, you know, crazy time for jobs. Are those things worthwhile reading? I mean, it, are they actually true? Mm. So, is it? it let's, let's take it on the level at, at which I think these things exist. Okay. If I wanted to talk about things that were happening in Philadelphia, where you live, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Then some of that would be applicable to you, correct? Yes. Right? Yes. But in terms of like other things related to your specific conditions, a lot of it would not, That's correct? Okay. Right. So mm -hmm. it's the same thing we can think about with signs and horoscopes. When you read horoscopes, you're going to be reading a particular astrologer writer's take on what's happening for the week, the month, the year, whatever. Okay. And some of that may be applicable to you related to your sign. But the truth is you have all 12 signs within you in different measure. So a lot of people don't know if, yeah, you might be born a sun in Pisces, but your moon may be in Aries. Your yeah, moon yeah. might be in Aquarius. Okay. So there, the benefit of seeing an astrologer is to get information that's specific to you based on your time, date, and place of birth. Now, so, how do we know if you're a good astrologer or not? I mean, because there are quacks. question. There are quacks all over the place. I mean, should I go to the corner uh, astrologer, should I go to the beach and 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 and, and go into one of those stores and they're going to tell me, you know, uh, where my fortune is? How do I know you're like a legit astrono astrologer? That's that's a great question, and I think there are a couple ways in which you do it. It depends on how you're doing it. If you're doing it online, observe them. You know, if they're doing videos, um, also see who they reference. You know, see if they reference who they study with. Mm -hmm. um, and what kind of work they've been doing. I, I see that one of the hardest working women in uh, astrology business has joined us. I don't know if she's still on the call. Oh, okay. That's my girl, Stormy Grace. So, for instance, hey, Stormy. Stormy is... Hey, Pixtree. Hey, Style. Yeah. Thank yeah. you guys for listening. So, for instance, with her, she's, you know, out here doing videos. She's taking in other astrologers, including me, related to her classes. So, that is an example of someone who I believe you could trust. If I didn't know her from anyone, which I do know her, mm -hmm. I, would, I would observe, like, okay, this might be someone who I can get a reading with. Okay. I'll take myself, right? I've been out in the Twitter sphere for 12 years. Um, I do videos. I appear on the Karen Hunter show. Different things happen. And you're so, also certified. You have some yeah, certifications. I, I am. That's another thing that, that's important is to look at someone who has gotten certifications. I do want 
to make clear, though, I do not believe that someone who is not certified is not a good astrologer. Okay. Okay. I, I, when, I, when I say that, there are a good number of people who are not certified, haven't gone through a certified process, but I think they're tremendously good astrologers. Mm -hmm. um, you know, like my boy Cam, he's in here. Um, I don't Cam? Know, I hey, Cam. Him. Yeah, Cam. All right. I don't think he's certified through any particular school, but he's been studying astrology. He specializes in um, doing more work related to medical astrology, was working more as a naturopath. So that might be someone also you can trust. So I don't want okay. to kind of malign anyone who's not certified. But yes, when you do have the certifications after your name, that should suggest that you've studied and that yeah. you've gone through some qualification. I mean, but that's just like, you know, someone can't be racist because they have a PhD. No, we know that's not true. Right. <laughs> Okay, we know that's not true. So now you've been on the show many times before. I love having you at the end of the year so we can look forward to what's coming next. You and I spoke well, the I other night. Say this. I mean, oh, okay, I go ahead. Connecting with you too, because you know, you've known me from way back. You knew me before I was like this astrologer dude, right? Or yes. More, so, I mean, we have history. So I think that's important to talk about too. Yes. So I appreciate that. I, I have him on here because I think he's a nice guy. And then he's an astrologer, second, so. <laughs> That's cool. Thank you. But, um, so we have been talking many times before. Yesterday we spoke just to, you know, catch up. I was a little sad, you know, when I hung up because of the different things you were talking about. Let's talk about, for example, the political landscape. What do you see happening and how was astrology connected to it? So I, I actually want to talk more about your sadness first, and not just your sadness, <laughs> but I want to kind of give a preface <laughs> before I get into that. Um, okay. I'm about to talk about some heavy things, right? And, yeah, yeah. you know, many people are used to astrologers either saying something that's very chipper, mm -hmm. you know, everything's going to be fine, you know, blah, 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 or yeah, very yeah. dour. You know, it's going to be the apocalyptic eschaton tomorrow. And it's going to start, you know, I'm kind of more in the middle. And okay. where I'm in the middle is, you know, whatever happens, whatever I start to talk about in just a second, I want people to recognize and know that, one, I do believe in deities. I do believe in being. And so you have to kind of cultivate more your relationship with the divine. Mm, um, okay. And then I also believe in your sense of agency what you can do and think about what you can do and mm -hmm. how you might plan. So what I talked about with you yesterday is that there is about to be a very significant event um, that is called the Pluto return for the United States of America, which happens in February. Um, oh, my and, birth month. <laughs> yeah, but it's not, I don't, I think it's before your birthday because it's, it's, I think it's while the, um, the sun uh, is in Aquarius. So I okay. don't think it directly gets to you to, to be direct. Well, I have no responsibility as a Piscean about what this is, okay? You do, you do. All yeah, the yeah, Piscean yeah, people. You try, you try. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I appreciate that. Yeah, no, no, you, you, you definitely do. And I think what we're talking about when we talk about the, the Pluto return, and let me get the date. Oh, actually, oops, I was wrong. Let me make sure. Looks like that return is February 20th, 2022. So we would be in Pisces. Oops. Mm, I'm 23rd. I'm out of the loop. Okay, I have nothing so to do you. with nothing. I'm out of it. <laughs> so here's the thing. The Pluto return is significant because 
It is something that hasn't happened since the United States really was formed some 200 years ago. Wow. Um, since Very 1776. Very significant. So what's significant about it is that it is kind of, whenever we're talking about a planetary return, we are ultimately talking about a reckoning. Mm-hmm. And when I say reckoning, I know that sounds scary. It's like, is God going to come back? Is Jesus back? I don't know. I'm not going to get to the theological. <laughs> but what I do think, what I think is significant related to that is that when I say reckoning, it, it would be more so, is the United States living up to its ideal, um, to what it mm-hmm. said it was going to be on paper? Right. And I think we have been, as Pluto has been returning, you know, coming back to that original position, these issues have been surfacing. And the key issue that surfaced in 1776 was the issue related to power, you know, in terms of the power that King George and his parliament had over the colonists. And so I think there may be a similar issue for the American people about what kind of power does our government have on us and our responsibility. And that goes into multiple layers of how we might evaluate this power. Now, you know, let me ask you just real quick, Sam, let me just say this. It's so interesting. You say the power they have over us. And yet we, the people, voted these people into office. They're supposed to be working for us. But somehow when they get in there, the power is over us. Yeah, that's true. And I think that's what we have to evaluate. This was the intention of this republic you know, this democracy. Yeah. Um, and that goes into something I was just going to say on like one of the, I don't see the bottom layers, but significant layers is what I've been talking about related to the police. So speaking of the police, right? Yes, we talked about we the these, police. <laughs> the police are, you know, supposedly public safety officers who are supposed to keep us safe. Right. Um, right. But the issue is speaking of, you know, elections and things like that, the police don't have to answer to the people. At all, really. Mm. You know, this is this is the fundamental issue that we keep facing in America, and we're not making this change related to that. And when I say they don't have to answer to the people, well, there's civilian review boards. What are you talking about? Which they don't have to actually um, comply with. Uh, so defund then, the police is not possible? When people talk about that phrase, defund the police, is that not possible? What what? Because uh, we talked about this last night. Tell the audience what you think that means. Well, defund the police. Defund the police isn't so much getting rid of public safety. It's really rerouting the dimensions of public safety so that it's not just on people with guns. Um, it's more. And how is dealing... astrology connected to that? How how well, is think, astrology connected? I think this is connected to what, what's happening with the police, uh, the Pluto return. Okay. And when I say the Pluto return. Again, I make the analogy between the police and also in terms of how we experience the United States experience, or as I say, the colonists experience the Redcoats. Okay. And the Redcoats could do simple things like search and seizure. Yes. familiar in terms of what they could do. And so these are some important parallels we're finding with the police and how they can act, how they can actually have some measure of control. Now, I am not saying, nor were the people who were saying defund the police, like, get rid of all police. What they were okay. saying is like, we can have people like you who are social workers trained in other ways mm-hmm. of intervention, especially with mental health problems, 
you know, or, you know, particular domestic violence, uh, you know, um, yeah. incidents and things like that, rather than being having the police as first responders. And then we can go into different issues related to how the police behave, um, you know, in relation to the public. Like one of the things I mentioned to you last night was that they're trained to shoot to kill um, because there's been a growing shift with the police for the last 40 years that parallels more colonial models, models of militarization. And so the, the police are acting more like an occupying force in many of our communities. Now, this has been a big issue in the black community in America, right. but this is also going to become and is becoming a bigger issue, I think, in the general sense of America. There are still See, that's the number. crazy part. That's the crazy part. You know, we start, we, we have the feelings, what is the springs? America has a cold, we got the flu or something like that, you know? Yeah. Um, it starts with us. Yeah. Now, let me ask you about love. You know, that's a big thing people look to astrology for. Am I going to find my soulmate? Should I break up with this dude or girl? Um, you know, where uh, should I just take a pause and be by myself? What do we see in terms of love in 2022? for Americans, if I'll just say it like so, that. Is that something you can say? This. Let me address this on a few different levels. And I, I appreciate the shift because, you know, it's like, oh, it's getting heavy, but we only have time, <laughs> right? Um, first, when people talk about love and astrology, I do think it's important to get a consultation with an astrologer because, one, then you need to see your perspective on love and to get an understanding. So thinking about love as if it's just out there just waiting for me rather than be like, well, you do a lot of fuck shit that, you know, actually <laughs> sabotage yourself and you disrupt your whole life and you don't realize that it yeah. doesn't matter if it comes from out there and comes to you. So it's important to kind of know how do you build love, sense of connection in your own life. Mm -hmm. So that's one tool that astrology can give. The next thing I would say in the general sense is that there is something very important about to happen later this month where Venus retrogrades in Capricorn. So a, a retrograde for Venus happens in particular signs every eight years. So one of the things that I would encourage people to do to think about their relationships, whether they are in one, want to be in one, mm -hmm. or something somehow in, bet in between, right. I would encourage them to think back and reflect on what was happening for you eight years ago. You know, and this is pretty much between, oh, uh, I want to say the 20th, um, maybe it's the 15th. Um, no, I think it's the 20th. I'm sorry. The 20th when Venus goes retrograde and then when she goes direct sometime in January. So there are that particular time. Is there a way for us to, do you have some kind of like astrological calendar somebody could follow so they know like when these that'll events be, are happening? That would be good swag for me, wouldn't it? But no, um, I, I, I don't have that. What I would recommend, um, you can Google something called Honeycomb Collective, where you okay. can get an astrology chart that's just for you, right, in your chart. It's okay. really cool. Okay. Um, and then this is the month when you could go into regular different bookstores or where calendars are sold. And you can get an astrological calendar. There is something called planetwatcher.com, where you okay. also can see what's happening in the sky. You mm -hmm. would have to know the symbols. Um, 
but pretty much I think, you know, you could get the explanations. So there are various ways if you even go online or get apps where you okay. can kind of figure out some measure of astrology independent. And this is not shade toward CoStar or Sanctuary because those apps do kind of cater more for you, but they break everything down. And so you may not know exactly uh, where the planets are. So yeah. uh, that's the issue. You know, a lot of people have a problem or are concerned. I'm Christian. I'm Muslim. I'm Buddhist. Is astrology or looking at astrology going against those religious beliefs? What is your answer to that? I I love your questions because they are very <laughs> practical where people are, um, and I deal with them a lot, you know, being a former Christian myself and a practicing Muslim now, I can definitely relate to that. So here's my thought and talk on it. You might remember at the beginning of the session, I said, you know, to appeal to the divine. And I think, you know, in no way should astrology substitute your relationship with your idea of the divine, whether that's Christ, Allah, um, okay. the idea of the Buddha. And what that means practically is astrology exists as a way of giving us a heads up of understanding the celestial weather that might be affecting us. So okay. as I was talking about it, you know, the United States may be going towards some difficult times. But if you become more fearful of Saturn or Pluto than your own acceptance of the love from God or mm. Jesus or whoever, then I think you are flouting your religion. I think you okay. are being disobedient related to your religion. Okay. I think the key thing is to use these as signs by which you can navigate more in your life rather than avenues for fear. Okay. It's more avenues for faith rather than mm -hmm. just avenues for fear. So if that is your tradition and that is your religion, mm -hmm. then it's that. And I, the other thing I'll say is that um, astrology kind of runs through each of these traditions, you know, whether we're talking about the 12 disciples um, related as to the 12 signs or whether we're talking about okay. even as, you know, in the Quran, it says there are signs for those who reflect. Um, wow. And then they also in the Quran, it also talks about the seven heavens. Um, so much of the symbology and ways by which we understand what's happening in the world is through the prism of astrology that also informs religions. Mm. Okay, now we're coming close to the time. Um, mm. Let's talk about climate. A lot of people have been marching recently. I don't know if astrology, how is that connected to climate, like the waves? You know, they say don't go out when it's high tide or, oh, you know, um, eclipses affect the, 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 the oceans. Talk to me, what is your answer to that? Does astrology impact the weather? If so, how? And how can we there's, take agency? <laughs> there's, there's definitely no doubt that, especially as we're talking about the moon, that the moon has a gravitational effect on the planet. I don't think the mechanisms for how we talk about the physics of the world working are the same metaphysics for how we talk about astrology. I think okay. there's some overlap, but I don't think they're the same. But what is interesting is that there is a form of astrology um, dating back 2,000 years where one can use astrology to predict the weather in terms of like what's happening at a particular, what we call an ingress, Aries ingress, or, you know, for now it'll be the solstice, so the solstice ingress, mm -hmm. and get a sense of the weather. In fact, one branch of astrology, 
was, wait for it, meteorology. <gasps> so, what? yeah, meteorology, <laughs> meteorology was actually a branch of astrology. And, you know, if you look at any almanac, they will feature some of the positions of the moons and the astrology that becomes useful related to fishing, becomes useful in terms of when we're dealing with certain kind of things. Because just think about it. The people who were looking at the sky religiously, devotedly, yeah. were the same people who got into talking about the weather. Like, oh, this may right. bode well for this. Mm -hmm. So there wasn't over. I want to say hi to everybody. They're waving. We should say hi. Thank Hello, you guys everybody. for listening. Um, I don't want to forget you guys. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of people I know. Sydney Davaro, Linda Hart is here. Thank you. Kelly. Um, v. Michelle Bahadley. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi Palace Athena. Um, yeah, so Tiga, Tigya. <laughs> I always say it wrong. I see it wrong. But so alchemy, hello. Yeah, a lot of people I see here. So I'm glad you're here. But now, yeah, for, but for it, the I people hope I who don't question. know, we gotta we gotta close up because I know you gotta go. Where can they find you? What's your web address? Um, what's your social media contact? Like, tell everybody where sure. they can find. Thank you. So. You can find me, uh, my website is unlockastrology.com. And then if you want to email me, it's unlockastrology at gmail.com. And then if you want to find me on social media, it's SF as in Fred Reynolds here on Instagram. And then if you want to find me on Twitter, where I'm also very active, it's unlockastrology on one word. Well, Samuel, as as always, it's a pleasure. Um, I've learned uh, some new things, you know, meteorology. I didn't know that. Um, so I think this has been a great conversation. I'm going to be posting this uh, on the Facebook page and also on Twitter. And the audio will be posted on Blog Talk Radio so you can hear it on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and um, Google, you'll also be able to hear it all those places. So if you missed the beginning, don't worry. I will be posting that and I will make the announcement when I post it, hopefully with the next day or so. But uh, thank you so much, Samuel. Thank you. For, for coming on today. Thank you, thank everybody. You everyone for joining us. Yes. Thank you. Right. Waving. Bye, okay, bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.